Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Happy Monday, everyone. Another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. As always, my name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Joe, you spent the weekend um, in, in a border state going to that premiere. You're I lucky did. you weren't in Chicago because Chicago had another one of those weekends. Put up image one real quick. Chicago had 77 shootings over the weekend. 77 people wounded five fatally just last weekend alone so 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 uh, let me let me tell you about what's happening in chicago and let me tell you what the significance of it and let's talk about why the symptoms and the and the problems first of all you have a mayor that has lost her mind she is probably one of the most sick people out there she's a racist and we're talking about mayor lightfoot who is delusional lives in her own little bubble and is you know unaffected as most government workers are unaffected by what happens in our country. So, but I want to go back to the, the gun running that happened between Mexico and the U.S. We have a problem in our country with a government supplying these guns. It's not gun stores and ranges and p- people out there that are giving these criminals guns. It's the government. It's the government. It's the cartels. We've had massive conversations over the last couple of years about the CIA, FBI, the government themselves, giving free passes to cartels, catch and release, even when they're caught with guns, drugs, and other things that come into our country. This is not made up. It's not hyperbole. This is truth. Absolute truth that the problem with guns inside the inner city is because the government workers hate minorities. They hate black people. And so do some of these Democrat, just radical people that just want to maintain power and authority. They don't like black people. So they're supplying guns and and drugs on the street in order to destroy them. And the reason why we have critical race theory and we have all of this gender fluidity in our schools, again, is to destroy our young people. They want to destroy the United States of America. Now that you know that that's the problem and our kids are the the targets, it should be a whole lot easier to see through some of the madness that we're dealing with today. Me being fired up on Friday is going to continue all the way through through Monday. So get used to it. If you don't want to hear it today, you probably want to get off the show because I'm going to do a bunch of updates today that I think will uh, kind of shock you. Shock you. Yeah. Well, I mean, before we get off of Chicago, one of the things that the only silver lining in, in cities like Chicago is I have 77 people shot, only five were killed because of all the advancements we've seen in in medicine, in, in emergency triage, right? Emergency rooms, operating rooms. If you had 77 people being shot in a weekend 10 years ago, you'd probably be looking at a quarter of them up to a half of them being killed. Um, so it's uh, it, 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 it's pretty it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. 77 people shot. I mean, it, it's it's a miracle that only five were shot fatally. But you can't have a civil society. You can't have a civil society where you just have 77 people being shot in a given weekend in one of the country's biggest cities. So you were in um, you were in Arizona over the weekend. You want to give everyone an update on the movie. Let's uh, I'll go okay, ahead and hand it over to you before we talk about Bill Barr, because Bill Barr is going to be the, the topic of the hour election fraud or the lack of invest, uh, election fraud investigation. But before we get into that, why don't you give everyone an update on the movie? All right. So I was at the premiere in um, Phoenix, Arizona. It was going to be originally in Austin, Texas. And there were thousands of people that that engaged with it. Actually, I think 500,000 people, if you want to know the number of people online and and live. Um, So a lot of people, a lot of people engaged with the the, uh, premiere. And it went great. I'm going to tell you, it it shocked me. The first time I'd seen the movie. It's the first time I'd seen that. Sorry, movie. It's a doc documentary. Um, it's the first time I've seen it, and, and a lot of the information that was in it was not shocking to me because I've had a lot of access to a lot of this data anyway. But 
I think that the the underpinning of it was is the credibility of the people that's in it. Bo- Bobby Pitton is a quant, right? So as a quant, he he does it, he manages billions of dollars. He manages a lot of money, and so he understands how to statistically look at how breaking down data. And he was very clear and concise inside of the movie, and he he did a bunch of things to uh, kind of tell people why. Like, here here here's the why. Here's the thing that has to make you curious. But the underpinning of the movie is if there's no fraud, if they say that there's no evidence, which there's mounds of evidence, if they say that there's no evidence, then show it. Show us. Show us that there's no evidence. Let's do audits across the country. Patrick Byrne was, was brilliant in what he said. He goes, look, it's really easy. We do an audit. We look into the, the, the vulnerabilities, and then we, we, we make a decision on whether or not we had fraud in the election. Maricopa County, they're, they're discounting what's happening in Maricopa County, not because of the facts. See, they're ignoring the facts. And then big tech and, and media is doing everything they can to perpetuate this lie. But the movie is rock solid. It's rock solid. It shows you evidence and says, look, you can't explain this stuff away. You can't explain away the leaky toilet. You can't explain away the leaky toilet, which they said was a burst pipe, which it wasn't. A leaky toilet, which, by the way, that leaky toilet wasn't even anywhere near where they were counting. Not anywhere near. There wasn't a drop of water that ended up going into the arena. And so then we look at, at Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders comes out, and he predicts in the states that we had problems. He predicts in those states that... Trump is going to say, we're going to sleep. Yeah, we won. Thank you. Thank you for reelecting me. But the next day, you're going to have millions of ballots. He literally prophesied what happened. What is he? Is, is he, is he a next, our next prophet? I mean, I know he doesn't believe in God, but he, he's our next prophet. So there's massive amounts of information in there. More importantly is they want to discredit Mike Flynn. Mike Flynn was a general. He spent his entire life inside the military. He spent his entire life in the military serving this country, and they have dismissed him as a QAnon person. And he's not a QAnon person. He's a guy that has intimate knowledge, had a security clearance at the highest level. This is not a person that just walked off the street and said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start pushing baseless claims. So I think what you see when you get inside of this movie, movie, documentary, is you see a massive amount of truth being spoken. And you know that they are hemorrhaging right now to keep that away from the American people. They're hemorrhaging. So we're going to be showing this, this premiere all across the country in churches and theaters. Um, we had over 100 theaters that canceled on us because they're like, oh, we can't, we can't show this. We can't show it in our theater. It, look, if you're the one doing the oppressing, you're probably the fascist. And that's what I learned more about this. But it was an amazing experience. Um, and uh, Vandersteel... Uh, she has the steel truth. We never got a chance to listen to her. She used to work with Project Veritas. Uh, she was the host. I, I have a couple of, of clips that I'd love to play of me answering when they said, what are we going to do? And, you know, uh, you know, but it's like five or six minutes long that I'll probably play tomorrow. Um, and that was the end in the Q&A. And, and some of the answers that came down from uh, some of the other uh, panelists like Colonel Waldron. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. And for those of you that actually made it out there, if I didn't get to meet you, I do apologize. Um, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to meet everyone, but I was fired up. I was absolutely fired up now. Yeah. So I, I am going to be just to kind of give you guys a little bit of my schedule. I am, we're going to be building out a new, um, I assume that means that we have to do an ad read when you give me that look, it's getting close. Yep. Okay. All right, Getting so, uh, right, but I, I want to uh, let you guys also know a little bit about my schedule coming up. I will be speaking at, in Mount Rushmore um, at the Key Something Park on July 4th, both at 8 in the morning or 10 in the morning, sorry, 10 in the morning, and at 5 o'clock at night, we'll have two different sessions as they are limiting capacity in that environment. Um, the second is, is that um, I'm on the Health and Freedom Tours. We'll be in Anaheim, California. You'll be able to listen to me speak there. And then as we walk through the uh, not able to donate lemons. Oh, they cut off our lemons today. Unbelievable. We're getting, we just got one. We just got two. Okay. Um, People are donating. So 
but I want you to know what my schedule is going to be. It's going to get crazy over the next couple of weeks. We're going to do as much as we can to get this movie out there for free. I know it was $45 if you wanted to download it and bring in people, but we're going to try and get it to you, get it to everyone for as little as possible. They, they have spent uh, millions of dollars building this documentary and they just you know want to be able to also connect to this organization that uh, Joe Flynn and Patrick have developed. Um, the other part is that I want, want you to know is that this is not a, this movie, movie, it is a movie form, but it's a documentary movie. Um, this, this documentary is um, what the Patrick paid for to, to, to build. It's, it's, he's not even a guy, he didn't vote for President Trump. He didn't vote for him. He just sees that this is a fraud on the American people and he wants to protect the vote. But he's a lifetime libertarian. He says it all the time. Um, he is really eccentric, but he's a good man. He has a great heart. Uh, so as you get into the movie, you start realizing that these people aren't crazy. I'm not crazy. I didn't come up with crazy things. There's no hyperbole. There's no making things up. There's just Americans that are standing up for other Americans, standing up because you're worth it. So I think that as you get further down the, the rabbit hole and we start looking at um, you know, the, the consequences of having both this, this uh, documentary and others uh, and other information that comes out is that it's meant to just protect your voice. We got one last shot at it in 2022. We've got to get rid of these voting machines. We've got to get rid of the private equity firms and special interest groups and biased individuals from developing something that takes away the, the voice of the American people. So, I, you know, that, that's all I pretty much got to say on that, but I'll be, I'll be, we'll be publishing this schedule about there. You can also follow, you have to, if you want to know where I'm going to be specifically, you're going to have to follow me on Telegram um, cloud hub. It's all at Joe Oltman or look at Joe Oltman. That's J O E O L T M A N N. You can see it up here. But if you follow me in those areas, um, I'm getting pretty active on telegram, uh, Facebook, I'm kicked off for 30 days. Um, but, uh, I'll be re reposting that information. Also conservative daily is now on, um, uh, telegram as well. So you have the ability to connect with, and I'll be pushing stuff over to telegram there as will our social team that we have, um, here as well. Um, but two people at the event said, how can we support you? I'm going to just say this up front. If you want to support us, it's really easy. You can support us at Conservative Daily. We, we, we definitely have the ability for you to, um, I think it's on the website. You can just donate to us. FEC United, become a member at $60 a year. Um, that's FECUnited.com. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll do everything we can to, you know, grow that. That's faith, education, and commerce. Um, as well as make sure that we have a, uh, a voice at Conservative Daily. So um, that's all that. Now, Max, I know we have to get into sabotaging election fraud investigations, which is what brought people here. But I do want to talk about a conversation I have with my friend this morning. Actually, my friend's daughter this well, morning. I, I got to read an ad first. Okay, otherwise, we're not going to get paid. <laughs> yeah. So for the first oh, time I'm on Instagram in a too, by the way. I'm now on Instagram. <laughs> Go ahead. So for the I'm first everywhere. time in a couple of weeks, we are sponsored again by Air Med Care Network. They're coming back for more. Apparently, got you guys are blowing them up. So they wanted to get in for another week on the podcast. So make sure you head over to airmedcarenetwork.com. Do you live in a rural area, suburban area? Do you spend a lot of time outdoors hunting, fishing, kayaking, right? Off-roading, whatever. If you spend a lot of time outdoors, have you ever thought about what's going to happen should you have a medical emergency or, or someone in your family have a medical emergency? How will emergency medical technicians reach you? Well, in most, it's most likely that you need to be airlifted to a hospital. If you've ever been driven to a hospital by ambulance, you know just how expensive that can be. Well, a helicopter is even more expensive, 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to be brought on a short helicopter ride to a hospital. Well, with Aramid Care Network, you don't have to worry about that. If you become a, me a member, for as low as $85 for one year, so less if you're a senior citizen, less by year if you buy two, uh, three or five years at a time, you, your your spouse, your entire household will be covered should an, you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical emergency. So you're going to want to make sure you go to the link in the description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. It's free money. So again, go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. Go ahead. T tell the quick story because we do got to get into the topic of the show. Otherwise, people are going to uh, be Yeah, be but pissed. I think, I think so they're going to want to hear this because it, it is relevant to everything that we're dealing with today. 
Um, but two other things that I want you to know. One, I'm on uh, Truth Steel with Ann Vandersteel tonight at 9 o'clock. I think I start at 9.30, but i got to be on it at 9. Um, so if you want to listen in, that'll be an interview about the show itself, uh, about the premiere itself. And then um, people just asking what Joe's Telegram is. It's, uh, you're not going to like it. Well, you may like this. You'll like this. Um, at the left are liars. You can find me um, with that. Um, <laughs> or you just look up Joe Oltman, and I should show up there unless they're shadow banning me, which I wouldn't doubt. But um, once you find me, you can share me with your friends. And you'll hear the story. If you go on the Telegram, you'll see the story that I'm about to tell you. So this, I had a conversation with my friend's daughter. And Max, you know that I'm pretty passionate about kids. And I've, you know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm called Uncle Joe by a lot of people, a lot of kids. Um, because yeah. I do, I, you know, your kids call me Uncle Joe. Well, you told him I'm Uncle Joe. So actually you didn't. Your wife did. My, my son thinks you're the Lego man in the Lego <laughs> set that you brought him. That's what he thinks. <laughs> we, had, so. we had a lot of fun. It was pretty awesome. So, but, but I've known, I've known this young, young woman since she was three years old. Right. And so we start off the conversation. Hey, Joe, can I, can I talk to you? Uncle Joe, how are you doing? I was like, Hey, what's going on? I'm going to, I'm going to suppress her name. Um, she doesn't even know I'm talking about it. And, and I hope she's okay with it because one of the things that she said to me is, you know, one of the reasons why I was able to to come to this realization was watching how you have courage and you have conviction, you stand up for what's right, regardless of what these radicals say about you. But um, in, in high school, she's, she's about two years younger than, than uh, well, she, she graduated years after my, my graduated before my daughter. And uh, she said, uh, so she came out in like ninth grade, 10th grade that she was bisexual. And uh, I always gave her a hug when I saw her and I was always nice to her. Um, that never changed anything for me. It didn't change who she was. Um, it didn't change how I felt about her. Um, I just loved on her. I mean, I've known her since she was a little baby, and she had grown into just a wonderful young lady. And uh, so she came out and said that, and she goes, well, I need to tell you something. And I go, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. She goes, I'm not bisexual. And I went, okay. <laughs> it's not the conversation that you expect to have with someone, when they're asking to have a meeting with you, a sit down so we can walk through kind of her journey. And she said, I just want to tell you about my journey. And uh, I said, okay, well, tell me, tell me more. She goes, well, I, uh, I was in school, I was in high school, and the faculty and the students pressured me into becoming a part of this LGBTQMOP, whatever, environment. You just, you you just said a few extra letters there. Keep whatever. going. <laughs> but I, I don't know what it is. But she said that, that in school, the teachers would pressure you into being gender fluid. The teachers would pressure you and pressure other students and would, would advocate for it and would talk about oh, and, and would be nicer to the, the, the gay and bisexual, uh, you know, whatever it is, the queer environment than they were the rest of the kids. And they would shun jocks and, and make fun of them and do things like that. But they encouraged kids to come out as bisexual. She goes, so I felt an immense amount of peer pressure to come out as bisexual to be accepted. And I went, it, it, was, it blew my mind. I've, I've had many conversations and not ones that I get out of the blue that shake me to my core. This one shook me to my core. It shook me. And it shook me for a couple of reasons, one of which is teachers should not be advocates. They should not be activists. They should not be trying to recruit our kids into some environment. School is a place where they should be protected, where they're learning things about math, science, things like that. And that's not what she was exposed to. She was exposed to this indoctrination that forced her into a lifestyle because these teachers wanted to, I don't know, destroy our children. And I'm going to say destroy because that's what they're doing. Suicide for young people is at an all-time high. And it just happens to, co to just kind of fall in line. And now I have this experience. I have this, this conversation I'm having with this young lady. And she goes, yeah. So she goes, I went as far as to have relationships with women because with other girls and women, girls in high school and, and women later, because I felt like otherwise I'd be a fraud and a fake and that they would expose me for not being bisexual. I'm just saying that I'm bisexual, but I'm really not because I'm dating boys. And so she forced herself into a lifestyle based on what faculty teachers, te teachers were teaching her was acceptable. Now listen to me, super important, super important. The misery of our society today, when she, when she talked about this, she goes, look, Joe, I, I've, been, I've been living this life. She woke up one day 
and she would be in this relationship with this, with this lady, and she was always afraid to date men. Even saying she was bisexual, she was afraid to date men because she, she was afraid that they wouldn't accept her. Imagine this. Imagine going through high school, and the thing you're worried about is not math, science, English. It's not basic stuff that's going to help you in opportunities. It's not becoming a better person. It's not working harder. Because remember, they took that away. There's no first place anymore. They want to abolish sports. But the thing that you had to wake up every day thinking about is your sexuality and the fact that they wanted to exploit it in high school. Just think about that. Uh, I'm disgusted right now, Max, and I know that I'm off subject, but I also know everyone that's listening to this podcast understands what I'm about to say. They understand why I'm saying this. They understand that I'm not saying this because I'm anti-gay. She calls me Uncle Joe still to this day. I didn't know that she had come out any other way. But, but this is what she had to worry about. It's not, how do I get a good grade? How do I do better in school? It's, can I steer clear of the drugs, which she obviously did not as a result of all this? And can I steer clear and create my own environment where I learn about myself? I mean, I could do an entire show on just this subject. But she said, look, I woke up one day and I had been watching you online and my friends were talking about you. And they're like, yeah, this guy's a bigot. He hates gay people. And she finally came out and said, she just said, she goes, that's my Uncle Joe. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah, I've, I've known him since I was a baby. Now, I haven't known her since she was a baby. I've known her for a couple of years past that. But she goes, and he's not like that at all. He loves on me every time he sees me. I have a friend of mine who I'm not going to mention her name. I, she's, she is gay. And I love on her. And I love her immensely. And I know her entire family. And right, I just I accept people where they are, not where I want them to be. But then to hear that our kids are under constant attack and that they're attacking our children and trying to destroy the fundamentals of our children, man, I couldn't be any more angry than I am right now about that. And so I started the conversation because I just I woke up one day and I told my girlfriend that I'm not gay, I'm not bisexual, and I'm moving out because. In avoiding being fake, avoiding being, uh, being someone that they're not, avoiding that, she found herself being fake, ungenuine, non-authentic, right? You wonder why our kids are screwed up, you know, walking around with, and I don't care what color your hair is, but they walk around with this idea where they can't even look at you in the eye. They're filled with rage. They're filled with rage because they feel betrayed by their parents. They feel betrayed by society because they've let these activists take over their lives, now, again, once you get through high school, if you found yourself in that, in that quandary and you, you end up going a different direction, fine. But you're seeing 9, 10, 12, 15,000% increases of all of this stuff that's happening because we're recruiting these kids and we're allowing these teachers and faculty and schools to become breeding grounds for this infection. And we are ruining these kids. And how many of them died as a result of these activist teachers recruiting and smiling and sitting back and saying, God doesn't exist, but over here, by the way, you need to be gay. You need to be part of this LBGTQ. We need to grow it. It's a recruiting those kids into a cultish environment. And I'm sorry that this, this hurts. I'm sorry that I'm saying this to some of you and you may be going, hey, Joe, this can't be, come on, man. It, you, this can't be this can't be the norm. It's a norm. I just, I asked her a couple key questions. I said, we'll get together. We'll have coffee. We'll have lunch. We'll do whatever. I was like, but look at the end of the day, I told her, I was like, I accept you where you are, not where I want you to be. I have loved you since you were a baby. I've known you since you were a kid. You're an exceptional young person. You're the, you're the future. You're a near straight A student. You've done really well. And now you find yourself in this place where you're having to reaffirm or come to grips with who your identity is. And she goes, it was the scariest thing I've ever done. Is coming out and saying, I'm not that. I'm not. And you, you forced me all the way through high school to have a miserable existence for nearly a decade. <laughs> nearly a decade. Going through college, same way. Lying to people. Lying, sitting back behind it. Lying about who she is just to get accepted by faculty. Just to get accepted by other students. All because these activists were doing this to her. So here's what I'm going to say about that. And I want, I, and I want you to share this. If you, if, you, if you share anything, share it. And in the share, just say, listen, go back to the beginning and listen to what Joe has. Even if you don't want to talk about, listen to what Barr says about the fraud investigation, hit the share button. Hit the share button and put this message out everywhere. Here are the things that bother me. Our children are to be protected. They are our most, they are our most cherished thing in our lives. They are, they are why we exist. 
The, a vast majority of the taxes you pay on your home in nearly every state goes towards education, and yet they have used it as a breeding ground to destroy our children, we, and we paid for it. And I wonder why, as parents, why, as people in this society, we don't see this as the hill to die on when the education system has turned out such horrible, just increases in, in violence and, and hatred, and, and, and you can't even get them to work, entitlement. That, hey, you're entitled to be whatever you want, pink dinosaur. This is a real-life story that now I can put into perspective and go, they are destroying education systems right now. They're destroying it. And here we are. Here we are having a conversation about this young lady, which I haven't even had the conversation. I'm still in shock over it. But why are our kids not important enough that we get to tear out the heart of these activists that are destroying our children? Why is it that we can't get them to the place of accountability where we tell them, listen, you're going to teach math, you're going to teach science, you're going to teach these things, and if you don't teach those things, you're out. Why are we not throwing these teachers out on their heads? And you know what? Result to violence, let me tell you something. If, and I said this at the premiere on the stage when they were talking about, oh, we need to hire lawyers and do this stuff. And I'm like, lawyers, the judiciary is compromised. These lawyers are compromised. These judges are compromised. They're activists. They've been planning this for, for decades. Decades, if not multiple, multiple decades. Why is it that our kids, the most important thing in our lives, that we just feel like, oh, we just got to accept them. They're just going through a phase in their life. No, they're not going through a phase in their life. They're angry because you've abandoned them. They're angry because you have stopped. You have stopped looking out for the best interest of your children. You have let the school system step in the place of ethics and morals, and it is destroying everything that we stand for as a nation. All because we want to be PC. All because we don't want to have courage. All because we don't want to rip the boat and be that one parent. Well, I'm that one parent. I'm that one parent. <coughs> and if I could have been there in 10th grade for her, if you would have told me this was happening, because I didn't know, I feel ashamed at the fact that she didn't have enough courage at that time to not know that it wasn't normal. See, our kids don't know it's not normal. They don't know. They become these raging liberals and this, these radicalized kids because they think that the parents have literally dropped them off at school every day and these teachers pound stuff into their head. God doesn't exist. Well, God does exist. But God can't show up because you've put them in an environment where you don't, you go to your work, you're busy, you're doing all these things. Kids come home and say, how was math? You ask them, how was math? You ask the wrong questions. You want to know why I'm angry? I'm angry because I'm angry at myself. See, every time when my kids came home, I did that to them. And I know, Max, I know that I've literally gone on for 20 minutes on this subject, but but, but we, are, we are at that place right now where I feel ashamed at the fact that I couldn't save her eight years of misery. It, it crushes my soul to know that I was a part of that problem. And man, I tell you what, if I would have gone back to ninth grade and I would have seen those teachers that would have done that to her, I'm her Uncle Joe. I would have stood up. I would have dragged that teacher outside. I don't advocate for violence, but I advocate for protecting our children. And you don't get to put a gun to our kid's head. You don't get to do these things to our children. Now, that doesn't happen. Here's a real-life example of why we have craziness in our society is because they've taken over our school system. It's now a place where teachers get jobs and our kids don't get educated. They get indoctrinated. It's a training, training ground for these people. And if you think that China being involved and all these foreign interests being involved has anything to do with waking up our society, it's destroying it so they can take it over. That's why we have so many things happening. And there are no Christian conservatives in the middle of Chicago where all these shootings are happening. But you know what is there? CIA, FBI, cartels, drug dealers, all of those things, school systems falling down, being taught the critical race theory. Now in their schools, I can't even imagine what's happening there. You have a fully black school. All the kids in the school are black. Maybe you have one white kid or two white kids. What do you think is going to happen to those kids? Justified attacks, racial bias, treated like garbage, pushed to the place where they're ashamed. This is happening in our school system. And you're not willing to stand up. You're not willing to do what they did in Loudoun County. You're not willing to, to as parents, go door to door and say, what do you think about this? I'm so angry at myself, Max. And you have two young ones. And I can tell you right now, if Max Jr. gives me a call and he's in ninth grade and he's like, Uncle Joe, I need you to hear about this. I will drag those damn teachers out in the, in the street. I will. 
Oh, you're violent. No, I'm not. I'm protecting my children. They're in the parking lot with a gun to their head. These kids are killing themselves. This is one story. One story that she felt enough courage based on my courage, and I don't even know if that's the case, but she said it was. She's like, you keep standing up. You keep standing up for me and everyone else. She goes, and I finally had the courage to say something to my friends. And the day that I had the courage to say something to my friends, that that's my Uncle Joe, that was the day that I made a decision that I was lying to myself. And I was doing things that went against every part of who I am. See, we're not losing our kids. We are not losing our children today. We're we're, we're not losing them today because we can't stop it, because it's society just evolving. We're losing them today because we don't have courage, conviction. We don't care enough about our children. They have become puppies, things we can put in the bullpen, let someone else teach them, let them have their own experiences. That's why we're losing them. So, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about this this morning, but it was fresh on my heart. I put it out there on Telegram. I'm really, really angry about it, but I'm more angry at myself. See, my kids didn't go through that for the large part because I asked them every day. And when someone in school did something to them, I ran in there because I've always been that way. I've always been the authentic guy that says, look, I don't care what you think of me. I do. I, I live my life and character, but I'm not going to, I stand up for what's right, which right is rarely popular. What's popular is rarely, rarely right. My parents taught me that. I'm sorry. They taught me a lot of things. My kids, my parents were kids having kids, 17 years old, having kids, right? They screwed up a lot of things. They'd tell you. And I would tell you, I am the man today because of that, not in spite of it. So let's, let's get, uh, yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do another podcast on this you know, I'm, I'm never going to drag her through this, but I, I just wanted to know, I know, I know that you listen to my podcast and I want you to know, hmm. Go ahead, Max. Well, as we get ready to transition into talking about Bill Barr, I want to let everyone know 4th of July is coming up. Joe Biden said you can only celebrate 4th of July if everyone gets vaccinated and everyone hasn't gotten vaccinated. So you might not be allowed to, according to Joe Biden, celebrate 4th of July. So we have a very simple response to that. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. New T-shirts live on our store right now. Come and take it. Barbecue edition. Nice little steak on a barbecue right there. Modeled after the come and take it flag. um, Texas flag. When the Mexican army told the the Texas revolutionaries to throw down your weapons, they said come and take them. Just like the, the Spartans at Thermopylae. Um, against the Persian Empire. So if you want to fight back against Joe Biden saying you're not allowed to celebrate 4th of July, you want to fight back against against the Anthony Fauci's of the world, check out our new t-shirt. Link in the description. Just post it on DLive. Come and take it. Barbecue. Barbecue. Um, so yeah, might as well, let's, let's get out of the way so we don't have to stop again. Um, the podcast is also sponsored to sponsored by we the people holsters again we the people holsters are 100 percent made in the united states they start at just 40 dollars 40 dollars for a custom made holster that will fit the exact gun that you carry in the exact way that you carry it um they they cover all different kinds of guns so you tell them what kind of gun you have tell them what color you want it whether you're righty lefty and they will make a custom molded firearm for a quick and smooth draw guaranteed if it snags if it's too tight if it doesn't work well send it back and they'll fix it and send you a new one they're custom molded to fit your exact firearm and there's thousands of different options and configurations to choose from plus a selection of custom printed holsters including a line with real tree camouflage um, if you're a hunter while you're there also make sure you check out their complete line of patriotic t-shirts their edc tactical gun belt and their bacon jerky all of which manufactured 100 in the united states so show your support for our show and this great american company by going to we the people holsters.com forward slash cd right now when you go there make sure you use promo code cd10 charlie delta one zero and you'll get ten dollars off your order so a forty dollar holster use promo code cd10 bam it becomes thirty dollars you're welcome fantastic deal again that's we the people holsters.com forward slash cd we the people holsters.com forward slash cd and use promo code cd10 to get ten dollars off your order um i was i was paying attention joey i don't think you said trash anywhere in that which might be a record it might be a record um for going on on a, a monologue without saying trash um but i do have one ready for when it comes out naturally um i promise you that so the big news is bill barr saying Oh, okay. Oh, he's just uh, going to take five news real quick. Is, okay. The big news is that Bill Barr 
is is claiming that the election fraud allegations were BS. I can't say the word. Election fraud allegations were BS the whole time. So we have a clip of that. Let's go ahead and play cut number one. Seen as one of Donald Trump's most loyal cabinet secretaries, but in a remarkable series of interviews with me for my upcoming book on the final months of the Trump presidency called Betrayal, Barr reveals what he really thought about those claims about election fraud. Bill Barr doesn't mince words. In a series of exclusive interviews, he tells me he investigated Donald Trump's claims shortly after the election and found there was just nothing there and it was all BS. If I found something, yeah, you know, I had no motive to suppress it. But my suspicion all the way along was that there was nothing there. It was all Barr told me he conducted his own informal inquiry into the major allegations Trump himself was making. He examined the evidence. He talked to the experts. He took them seriously, but it was all bunk. For example, he talked to cybersecurity experts at the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI about allegations that voting machines were rigged. You can tell me all you want to about, you know, this could have been hacked or, you know, whatever. But it's a counting machine, and we save everything that was counted. So you just reconcile the two. There's a pile right there. How many ballots? A thousand. Right. Now let's see who they're for. There's been no discrepancy reported anywhere that's that's looked at that, and I'm still not aware of any discrepancy. On December 1st, when Barr was still attorney general, he publicly declared there was no evidence of widespread fraud, prompting Donald Trump to explode in anger during a meeting at the White House. Multiple sources who witnessed the president's reaction told me they had never seen him so angry. One said, quote, he had the eyes and mannerisms of a madman. How the expletive could you do this to me? Why did you say it? Trump demanded. Because it's true, Barr replied. You must hate Trump, the president responded. You must hate Trump. Trump was so angry as that meeting concluded that Barr wasn't sure that he still had a job. Early the next morning, Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, called up Barr and said that he, he could keep uh, Trump from firing him, but he wanted assurance that he wouldn't abruptly resign. Barr ended up staying on for another few weeks, uh, but he almost immediately uh, regretted the decision not to immediately resign. One other amazing detail, uh, Eva, it was... So, claiming that Bill, Bill Barr, I mean, he said this in the interview, that it was all BS, there was never any evidence of election fraud, nothing at all. That's not the real story. The real story is buried a little bit deeper in the article. I mean, this should be the top, the top line in the whole article. Put up image number two, Mr. Producer. This is the most important thing from the Bill Barr reveal. Highlighted right there for you. The Department of Justice ended up conducting no formal investigations of voter fraud. So yeah. Bill Barr sent a memorandum to every single U.S. attorney authorizing them, empowering them, encouraging them to investigate voter fraud, all of the allegations. You had hundreds of affidavits. You had hundreds of allegations of fraud. You had fraud literally on camera in the case of Georgia where, where they're just hiding the ballots, scanning them over and over again after they fake a, uh, after they fake a pipe burst to force everyone out. Not one single U.S. attorney took him up on that offer. Not one single FBI agent or, or investigator that's, opened up. That's because any we're all investigation. in it. They're all in None on it. it. They're all in on it. These these are all people that don't care about the American people. They have abandoned and betrayed the American people. That's what they've done. Bill Barr is no exception. He is a part of that cabal. He is a part of that group of people that want to destroy everything to maintain power and authority. I mean, the. the I, w I want to stop apologizing for the trash that we have on the left and the right because they're both the same. They're both the same. They want to come out and they don't want to have audits. You want to know why they don't want to have audits? Because they're the ones that put these fraudulent election systems inside of our communities. They're the ones that stole our vote. It doesn't matter. The American people are tired of both sides. We're tired of the Republicans. We're tired of the Democrats. We're tired of all of them. All of them. We, Max, this is... Barr is just one person that has been in that swamp for 20 years. He's learned really well yep. how to make sure you don't move anybody's cheese. Yeah. Well, you said trash. I think you're going to like today's synonym because we're going into foreign languages a little bit. Go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Today's synonym is canal. Canal, synonym for rabble, riffraff. 
it comes from the Italian canaglia, meaning pack of dogs. So it's basically lowlifes, um, basically the, the common folk, the, the, the dirty common folk. So hashtag the left are canal. I like that one. That one, I found that one entertaining today. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, Bill Barr is part of the swamp. He promised he was going to go through all of the Trump-Russia investigation. Notice that Durham hasn't released any report. Nothing's happened with that. He blocked things from being declassified. Now we're hearing from him himself that Bill Barr did not allow the DOJ to launch any formal investigations into voter fraud. And in case people don't remember, he came out and declared that there was no voter fraud. He declared it. So I want to put this forward. I didn't make this. Someone else did, but it's brilliant. A very simple way to follow Bill Barr's logic. Let's go ahead and put up image number three, Mr. Producer. So he says, I didn't find any fraud because I didn't investigate voter fraud because there was no voter fraud because he didn't find any voter fraud. It's the loop. He didn't find any because he didn't investigate it and he didn't investigate it because he said there was none and there is none because he didn't, <laughs> he didn't find it. <laughs> it's the circular logic, the circular Bill Barr logic. Um, he's going to go down in history as one of the most feckless, the most feckless heads of the Department of Justice that this country has ever had. Um, do you think that there's any way to explain this, Joe? Do you think there, there's any way he can say with a straight face no. that everything that was brought for him, he just didn't investigate any of it? No, no, there, there isn't. And I, th- I think more importantly, we, we have to start looking at the facts that surround Bill Barr, and we have to start speaking on that. We also have to speak about what they've done, which is they have betrayed and, and in large part, committed treason against the American people. They have committed, let's call it what it is, is treason. When you move against the American people, when you move against and allow people to disrupt or take away your rights, as the media and the big tech has done, to have one narrative, to parrot all of the same messages out in the marketplace, right? The big lie, the big lie, the big lie. No, the big lie is them. They are the big lie. They are the liars, cheaters, thieves, pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. That's what they are. And the reason why they're peddling all this is to divide us. Not because they care about you. They don't wake up any day. You know, I, I had a conversation with someone who used to work in Washington for 20 years, and he goes, Joe, the Republicans hate pro-life people. They hate pro-life organizations. They stomach it because it's a part of their platform, but they hate them. They don't care about babies any more than anyone else does in their, in their little circle, as far as the Democrats. They don't care. But they, they walk around, they act like they do, and they lie. There's no authenticity in Washington, D.C. And that's what we're dealing with. Chris Krebs, head of CISA. Right. He's a lawyer, knows nothing about tech, but hey, it's the safest election in U.S. history. And then they parrot all these things. And then tech guys like me, people like Bobby Pitton, people like Javon uh, Pulitzer, people that know tech and know it well, people that have been in cyber crimes and things like that, like Colonel Waldron, people that have worked in tech, such as the uh, Overstock CEO or founder and ex-CEO of Overstock, Patrick Byrne. These are people that know tech, but they go and get one or two hacks. Every person on the tech side that I've talked to, both on the left and the right, all say the same thing. Joe, the election was stolen. It was massively stolen. Doesn't matter what you say. Doesn't matter what they say over here, because none of what they say is based on fact. They just say, oh, there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. And we have to break those chains. And we break those chains not just by boycotting and boycotting, right? And by the way, go use CD21, Charlie David 21 with MyPillow. Go buy something from Mike Lindell, please. You save up to 66%. Go, and I don't, I don't push this as much as I should because I should be supporting him every single day. I should support him. And so should you. You should never yeah. buy a pillow sheet. I don't care if it costs more. It's better quality. Made here in the United States, by the way. His product's made here, not in China. Made here. So I, I think that we have to start looking at the reality and start parroting the reality, parroting truth. See, they don't cut the tongue out of the person that's lying. They cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. And that's what we've done. That's what we've done. That's what we continue yeah. to do. And Bill Barr is the same trash that you have with Chris Krebs, same trash as people like Mark Meadows, who, who got a really highfalutin job working for some nonprofit saying, I'm a conservative. He's not a conservative. He's trying to reunite and create a power grab for rhinos, Republicans in name only. Someone asked me what that was. I mean, just I'll repeat it so you know it. It's kind of like Pino, president and name only. 
we have a illegitimate government and nearly 50% of this country believes that. And that's if you just talk to the people that will actually have a conversation with people that yeah. take surveys. So uh, everyone, Truth is Real has been banned. He was the troll on DLive. He's been banned. He'll probably come back with another username, but he has been banned. Um, I just, I, I can't believe this because when you look at what some of the actual filings in court had said, the people who were going up against like the state's attorneys general or, or whoever was defending Trump's lawsuits, they pointed to the fact that the DOJ, that Bill Barr said there were no, there was no evidence of election fraud. So they presented that to courts as a reason to shut down Trump's um, lawsuits. Judges have cited Bill Barr and saying that, yeah, no, there's no evidence of fraud, just like Bill Barr said. And now we know that he never even looked, that he yeah. never even looked at a damn thing. <laughs> Everything we've seen. I mean, we here at, at Conservative Daily on the podcast and the Fax Blast, which if you aren't signed up for the Fax Blast email yet, make sure you do it. Link is in the description. We have investigated voter fraud more than the FBI or the DOJ for 2020. Th that's a stunning true fact. We have spent more time investigating voter fraud, just yeah. us on this podcast, than the DOJ and FBI did after 2020. Combined. That's Combined. pathetic. And the people That's and, pathetic. And, and my my friend who worked for the the uh, um, what is it? What do you work for? The uh, help me. Oh, man. The uh, Border Patrol said he quit oh. the Border Patrol because of the new Border Patrol. Oh, the guy, guy was the guy who always called in. Yeah. Yeah. He quit ah. the Border Patrol. He literally retired because he couldn't stand what they had done. Yeah, that's it. Here, here's another stunning uh, true fact. You want to know what the DOJ has been too busy with that they can't investigate voter fraud? James Cusick is a 73-year-old pastor and Purple Heart recipient. He was arrested last week in front of his three-year-old grandchild. And you know what his crime was, Joe? He, he, he didn't commit any acts of vandalism, no acts yeah. of violence. His crime was that he walked into the Capitol building. He asked a police officer where, was, where the bathroom was, and apparently he used the bathroom. He's now arrested. So the, D the DOJ FBI have used DOJ resources to arrest a 73-year-old who walked into the Capitol building on January 6th and used the bathroom. After yeah. the doors had been flung open, after the police had been waving everyone in, after he walked let, in and used the bathroom. After yep. we let all the, the rioters and looters and, and arsonists, we let them go. We let them out. Yeah. We just blanket let them go. So that is what the DOJ investigates, not voter fraud. We've talked about this on the show before. Marilyn uh, Huper. She was in Alaska and had her home raided in Alaska because she got in an argument with some stewardess on a flight about whether or not she had yeah. to wear a mask. The stewardess wanted to get even. The stewardess reported her to the FBI, and the FBI went after her and raided her house in Alaska, alleging that she was an insurrectionist. It wasn't. It was a case of mistaken identity. Turns out someone can wear their – two people can wear their hair style the same, and shocker, the, when, when companies make jackets, they make more than one to try and turn a profit case of mistaken identity but she had her life turned upside down so they'll they'll go to alaska to arrest arrest someone for standing outside the capitol but they won't investigate any of the allegations of voter fraud and we are running a fax blast on this today because the interesting fact in all of this is it doesn't just the doj fbi obviously they're primarily responsible with investigating crimes and referring them to u.s attorneys for prosecution but they're not the only body in the government that's allowed to refer people for prosecution. Congress can, members of Congress can. So our facts plus today is very simple. D uh, uh, Bill Barr refused to let the DOJ investigate voter fraud. He pretended to, but none of the voter fraud actually got investigated. So take this into your own hands, right? The American people deserve to know the truth. The people who committed these crimes deserve to be behind bars. Sent, join our facts plus campaign today and demand the investigation and the criminal referrals that Bill Barr wouldn't give us. That link is in the description and it is one of the panels in D live. Why do you think Bill Barr is coming out now and, and saying this, Joe? Why do you think Bill Barr is coming out and, and calling it BS voter fraud? Why do you think he's doing it? Well, because he has a political career to protect and because the left and the right are, are both uh, wings of the same bird and that the political, you know, group, the, the, the government workers, government workers can't be fired, by the way. You can't be fired. You can do anything you want wrong and it's almost impossible to be fired in the government. And so he, they, they've, they've created their own fiefdom. They've created their own environment. These are kingdoms that they've built. And so Bill Barr wants to stay a part of that kingdom. He wants to get an opportunity to work in different environments. And he probably had some promises made to him that, hey, if you do this, 
Prid Quo, Maybe. Prid Quo Prid Pro. Pro. That's probably why. Probably why. Because he has no soul. Because these people don't have souls. They don't believe in God. They talk about believing in God, but they serve, you know, that's, that's not the God I serve. The God I serve stands, stands up for truth. Yeah. Well, Bill yeah. Barr, they, they dragged him out of retirement. So, it, it, I mean, I, I'd be kind of shocked if he went, if he decided to stay in politics. But then again, you look at people like Mike Pence after the betrayal that P Pence brought down on us. He still thinks he has a political future. So you never know with Bill Barr. Before we end the hour, I want to read Donald Trump's statement because Donald Trump released a statement on Bill Barr's accusation that it was BS all along. Bull S word. Don't want to curse. It's a family show. Don't want to curse. So let's yep. go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. And I'm going to read this for everyone who is on the audio edition as well. <laughs> I love Trump can statements. I, oh, yeah. This is – go ahead. It's, it's pretty long. Um, you, want, you can read it if you want. Well, you I'll want read it or you want me to read it? No, go ahead and read it. Okay. Rhino former Attorney General Bill Barr failed to investigate election fraud and really let down the American people. Even the scam that took place in Georgia of ballot stuffing on camera, he couldn't see what was wrong with it. Just like he failed to understand the Horowitz report and let everyone down with respect to getting a timely investigation, where's Durham, on all of the corruption of the Obama-Biden administration. It's people in authority like Bill Barr that allow the crazed radical left to succeed. He and other rhinos in the Republican Party are being used in order to try to convince people that the election was legitimate when so many incredible facts have now come out to show conclusively that it wasn't. He came in with a, with a semi-bang and went out with a whimper. Earlier in his term, Bill Barr went ballistic on CNN with Wolf Blitzer, warning Democrats were changing election rules to flood the system with mail-in ballots that, as a matter of logic, are very open to fraud, end quote. They, they are, and Bill Barr did nothing about it. If there was no fraud, why are Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and other states spending so much time and effort on exposing the fraud? We already know that 101,789 obsolete voters on the rolls in Georgia, including 18,486 dead people, ballot batches off by up to 17.5% in Maricopa County, Arizona, massive chain of custody problems with drop boxes in Georgia, missing hundreds of thousands of records for months after the election, thousands of ballots wheeled in through the back door in Fulton County days after the election, double feeding ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, nearly 200,000 illegal indefinitely confined votes in Wisconsin that violated voter ID law, cash for vote scheme in Nevada. We covered that. That's real. Illegal alien votes, election law changes that were not authorized by state legislatures, which is mandated by the Constitution, and much more. If he felt this way, why did Barr say he was greatly honored and proud to have played a role in the many successes and unprecedented achievements you have delivered for the American people? End quote. In the final letter he wrote to me. He said, quote, few could have weathered these attacks, much less forge ahead with a positive program for the country. Now it was revealed that Barr was being pushed to tell lies about the election by Mitch McConnell, another beauty, who was worried about damaging the Republicans' chances in their Georgia runoff. What really damaged the Senate Republicans was allowing their races to be rigged and stolen. And worse, the American people to no longer believe their vote matters because spineless rhinos like Bill Barr and Mitch McConnell did Nothing. Bill Barr was a disappointment in every sense of the word, beside which Barr, who was attorney general, lawyer, shouldn't be speaking about the president. Instead of doing his job, he did the opposite and told people within the Justice Department not to investigate the election, just like he did with the Mueller report and the cover-up of crooked Hillary and the Russia, Russia, Russia. They don't want to investigate the real facts. Bill Barr's weakness helped facilitate the cover-up of the crime of the century, the rigged 2020 presidential election. And that is a statement from President Donald Trump. Did you see Trump's rally? Yesterday, yeah, it was Joe? amazing. The overflow had probably five, yeah. ten thousand people. The overflow, yeah, yeah. The overflow had Actually, more people. I, I made that number up just so we're clear. I don't, I don't want anybody saying that this is fake news. I don't know how many people were in there, was, but I would tell lot. you that it was a lot. It was a lot. The overflow had more people than all of Joe Biden's general election rallies combined. Yeah, fact. We have a, a, a quick clip. We're not going to play any of Trump's rally because if you want, if you've already watched it. You know, it was it was pretty remarkable. But this is a clip showing you the crowd that showed up to Donald Trump's first post-presidency rally in Ohio. Let's go ahead and play cut number zero. I'm taking office, Joe Biden deliberately Look at that. through his people. That's the overflow. Yeah. That's yeah, the overflow. That's the overflow. Yeah. So you know why uh, they're afraid? You know why they're putting stuff out there to say that they need to go after and reprogram people that follow Trump is because his policies worked. We're at 7%. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, inflation right now? Inflation. 
We have massive issues at our borders. We have states taking control and doing things that the federal government was mandated to do. And make no, make no mistake, the things that Biden and these crap bags that, that follow him everywhere are doing, they're doing everything to undo what President Trump did. Not because President Trump wasn't good at what he did. He didn't solve problems, nip it in the bud, actually get things across the finish line, execute where they couldn't execute and hold people accountable. Nope, nope, not, not just that. They're undoing it only because of their, their hate for Americans. They hate you. They hate you. I want you to know that Biden hates you as an American. He thinks you're stupid. They think black people are stupid. They think black people can't go get IDs. They think you're stupid. Let's call it what it is. These people, these evil minions of the devil, I'll call them what they are, they want to destroy America, think you're dumb. They think you're afraid. They think you're a coward. See, these are weak people that are like, man, if we push them hard enough, they won't stand up. We'll just keep whack them on. Just whack, 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 whack. All you have to do is make a decision to stand on the hill. All you have to do is make a decision to stop it from happening in our society. But you got to get rid of people like Bill Barr. You got to run for office. You got to get into precincts. You got to find your own candidates. And you got to do it all over the country. You got to organize. You got to find 20, 50, 100 people. You got to send an email to FEC United saying, I'm ready to open one up in Illinois. I'm really, and by the way, and just recognize that we're a startup. We're a startup C3, C4. We're a startup organization. Nobody in this organization gets paid except for one person. We have one person, it's not me, that gets paid at FEC United. That's it. One person who's doing a crap load of work with a lot of other people that are volunteering. But you got to be willing to stand up. You got to be willing to go to meetings. You got to be willing to make sacrifices. You got to be willing to tell the school board to kiss off. And we don't show up with 100 people, we show up with 1,000. If you could show up to a rally where Trump speaks, you can be the leader. You can be the leader in your environment. You can bring out and create and bring people together. And we can set aside petty differences. We can set aside things that have to do with us and just do things that help our community, help our kids. And it's going to take us, though. It's going to take us. Bill Barr is trash. He is, he is just as big a trash as Mitch McConnell, I think, is just, has literally no, no courage at all, none. He is compromised. And these people, they, they treat you like you're dumb. We know what's best for you. That's not representative government, people. That's not representative government. Yeah. And if you don't think these people in those positions inside the government that are Republicans got put there by other people that said, listen, we're going to make sure the election goes your way. I believe that there are Republicans that actually are put into office by these crooked machines and crooked systems because they need those to balance out it. Otherwise, they know that it looks bad. No opposition. Not, yeah. We're going to eliminate opposition by creating the opposition to appear to be like they care about the American people. They don't care about you. You make no difference to them at all. I want you to know you don't yeah. matter and you're stupid. And that's what these people think of you. Sorry. Yeah. Inconvenient truth. It is, in, it is inconvenient. I mean, obviously, we all have to run for office. You have to help people run for office. The challenge is that Bill Barr, you can't just run for Bill Barr's position. It's the Senate confirmed position. And the problem is, I mean, go ahead, put up my screen. Just, just right now, going through the first five months of Joe Biden's term, First, first five months of Joe Biden's term. Oh, we can't really see that. Let me, let me move, make it a little bit bigger so we can see it around Joe's microphone. Um, um, so 81. 81 of, Joe's nomin of Joe Biden's nominees have been confirmed in the first five months. At this point in Donald Trump's administration, 45 had been confirmed. So you had a yep. Republican Senate under Donald Trump has basically confirmed a little bit more than half of what Biden has gotten. And Biden has a much smaller majority. So it, the, you have to run for office, but you, you got to beat back the rhinos, right? You got to yeah, beat do. back the rhinos because it's, it's the rhino Republicans who stopped Trump's nominees from getting through. The rhino Republicans now are voting for Joe Biden's nominees. Oh, he needs to have the people in his administration. Donald Trump, I think he's probably the first president to leave office with such a significant number of vacancies not because people quit, but because the Senate never allowed them to be filled. So, it, yeah, you, you got to run for office, but you got to take out the rhinos wherever you find them. And rhinos are Republicans in name only because they're the ones who get give you the bill bars of the world. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to switch gears on the other side of the hour. And we're going to talk about this Olympic athlete. Have you seen her? Uh, Gwen Berry. Gwen Berry, the hat she participates in the hammer throw she went to the podium she got third place 
and she freaked out because they played the national anthem. So she's qualifying for the United States Olympic team. She gets to the podium during qualifications and she freaks out because they played the national anthem while she's on the podium. So we're going to cover this and take your calls. I want to know what you think about Gwen Berry. I want to know what you think should happen to her, whether she be, she should be allowed on the team. And I will go through and I'll read. We posted it earlier asking people to, to caption. We did this on Facebook. We asked people to caption the the, the photo of her just having a, a, a pouting fit. And we're going to read the best captions. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this quick break. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 